What's going on, everybody? As always, it's your boy, Jesse McCoy, and I am joined once again, it's been a while, uh, by the world's foremost leading legal humorist, Sean Carter. How have you been, man? Man, good. It's been too, too long. Missed you, brother. Um, we had to do a little retooling here. Uh, the pandemic uh, took a toll on us, um, but we're back. I think we, we, we got it better than ever. Um, you know, version 2.0 of Brothers in Law. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's always a pleasure to be back with you, man. Um, it, it seems like your week is going pretty well based on your Facebook post. <laughs> Uh, a lot better than some. <laughs> you know, I have it all to thank to my brother, uh, Derek Jackson. Um, yes. Because <laughs> he is uh, basically, uh, basically every black man is having a good week. Uh, Derek, Derek Jackson. <laughs> we haven't my, had a win in a long time. It's it, been exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my wife is, is loving me uh, in comparison. <laughs> and by the way, for those of you who who don't know, because you actually have real lives and you're adults, I'll explain very briefly. Derek Jackson is a relationship guru, uh, a master following a 3.7 million mostly women on the internet, telling them how to find a good man. I think one of his books was what you know, here's your crown and that type of stuff. And he really you know had the sisters go- going, and um. Literally, I had them coming and going. Literally. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Literally. Coming and going. Um, one of the ones who had to go. Um, he, you know, he he gotten done with her. Uh, she wasn't done yet. And so she released, uh, she spilled the tea over the weekend. And uh, ever since then, Derek has done about what, 238 videos. Um <laughs> Many with his wife, damage control, uh, trying to, by the way, sell this new book he got out on uh, healing relationships, and we're, we're seeing it live. He don't need a book now, because I'm watching it. <laughs> this should be a video, a documentary. He's just watching it. watching the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, for, for uh, some people, they, they may know Derek Jackson as the guy who hates black men. <laughs> you, you know, and by the way, by the way, we're talking. About, let's show a video. Uh, play a play a clip uh, from uh, from uh, one of the many parodies. And there are lots of them online about Derek Jackson because this is the point that Jesse's trying to make. What up, Team Jackson? Hey, ladies, listen. Stop dating these broke men. Yeah, if you only make $10 an hour, it's his responsibility to supplement your lack thereof. So if you only make $10 an hour, he got to make $40 an hour. That's the only way he could take care of a real queen. Oh, hey, what up, Team Jackson? Ladies, if your man has ever caught you cheating, it's his fault. What the hell he doing snooping through your stuff to catch you anyway? That's the sign of an insecure man, if you ask me. This is for all the hurt and scorned women in the world. I'm going to give you all the misguided information in the world you need about men. What up, Team Jackson? Ladies, listen. Real men don't take women to the Cheesecake Factory anymore. If he can't get a personal chef from the Food Network to come to your house and cook you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, he ain't a real man. You deserve more than a Netflix and chill. Gordon Ramsay just left my house. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, you know that's obviously a parody. But I mean, you know, for every you know sister who loved her some Derek Jackson, there's a brother who didn't. 
and, and you and know that, it plays into the mystique too because at that point people can always twist it to be like you don't like Derek Jackson because he's exposing all the secrets that y'all don't want us to know about right. and <laughs> it's and, like and, no and the truth about it is the truth is it's about it's like everything else in life it's about half right right <laughs> it's like he was exposing some stuff I I have to admit. He 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 done, he done read my mail a couple of times. I watched it and, and turn around and look at my wife wasn't in the room. Like, oh, he done caught me. All right. And and so he had some truth. And don't you know, think about it. He know what a bad man is doing. He was doing yeah, it. All right. So he wasn't like, you know, he he didn't know how the game works. He was he was he was, he, he was starting quarterback. <laughs> but, but the thing that's, that's kind of interesting is, is is that like I said, you know, there were a lot of brothers who were, who were upset about it. And uh and, like I he, you know, I was always in, in, in the middle. Now, we mentioned, I, you know, we can't see, people can't see us now, so they're not getting the whole story because let's be clear here, Derek Jackson ain't a regular brother. Right. Uh, I don't know how to say this, um, but I, I mentioned this today on Facebook, uh, he made me, I wasn't necessarily a dairy sexual, but I was dairy curious. Um, <laughs> that, that That's a good looking man. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, when, when the, story broke, when, the story broke went all through the HBCU channels. So oh. now I know that he played football for Tuskegee and that he met his wife in Tuskegee before I even really knew who he was. I knew his whole resume, apparently. <laughs> and, and, and so here's the thing that was interesting is, is that you got this really good brother, good looking brother. And by the way, you know, I don't, I, I hate white people. You can't say this, but black people, I can say it. Uh, this brother was articulate. <laughs> now I make my living as a speaker and literally I watched him most of the time, you know, forget the relationship stuff. I wanted to learn to speak as well as this brother. I don't know where he learned this. All right. But wherever he did, I need to go to that class. It was clear. No ums, no. I, I want to play just a section here, and this is a great one too, because in this particular clip, he is talking about Pastor John Gray. Okay, and I think you remember the story better than I do. But what did Pastor Pastor John do? So Pastor John Gray uh, ended up committing adultery against his wife, but in a quest to win her back and to use the the elements of the church to get her back. Uh, he ended up ultimately buying her a Lamborghini. Um, there was a lot of criticism because John Gray, well, John Gray has been historically in a, in a number of uh, compromising positions. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't the first time. was the one that he actually got caught out there. Uh, and to reward his wife for staying with him, he got the Lamborghini, uh, which made big news because people were trying to figure out where that money came from and if it was money from the church <laughs> or whatever the case may be. <laughs> we know where it came from out of the plate. <laughs> now the funny part is, so he, so, so, so in addition to this, you know, Pastor Gray did, you know, the, the whole thing that Jackson's doing. He did his tour. He went on TV and all the black, you know, shows and podcasts and everything. You know, trying to sort of, yep. you know, you know, say he had he had he had seen the light. Absolutely. And sure enough, at the time, Derek Jackson kind of got on him, and here is just a clip. Um, from it, Pastor, you're going to start hearing the clip with Pastor uh, Gray explaining how good and thankful he was for his wife. And then Derek is going to go in after him, we, in, but in wonderful Derekillian uh, rhetorical <laughs> fashion. Okay. 
she deserves anything I can give her. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to live the rest of my life to honor her because she gave me what I couldn't give myself, which is a chance to heal while still seeing the God in me. Now, what I'm about to say ain't about him personally, and I say that because I honestly think he meant well. But to be honest, there's a lot of problems with what this clip just in its own little format that's going viral is communicating. And it's not even about what he said, but more or less what he left unsaid. Maybe it's the editing or something like that. But what he is saying is it's true. And you can't be mad at a man for that. You know, he's talking about what he had to come from or grow from, heal from, overcome in order to become the version of the man that he is today. That's very relatable to a lot of people, myself included, especially the part where we made the mistake to try and love somebody despite that and wrongfully ask that they love us in return. But the part that I'm missing, the part that was left out was where all of this, what he described, was problematic, was 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 a big issue, not something that was romantic in which I thought I was tripping for feeling like, you know what, that kind of got communicated that this was some kind of rags to riches story, like made it through it all, you know, through the fire, through the storm and the rain type of shit. But then when I looked at the reaction of the women that were listening to him, I'm like, no, this absolutely did come off as something that was like glorified or something to do like the wave. And no, it should have been asked whenever he mentioned those things in order to make this a constructive conversation were things like, okay, in that eight years, that eight years that you dealt your wife so much pain, you equated or even say that it exceeded the pain that she endured giving birth to your two children what was the toll taken on her what was the price that she had to pay trying to love a broken man more importantly because and we could go on because he goes on right but you can see that his thing is like you know what what kind of pain did you cause her right and he's really focused on the sister which is by the way in this case you should be all right she's the only victim here right but you can tell that, you know, he is going in on it. And what a, you know, an irony that I could literally make the same video and say the same thing to him. Today. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And he, see, you, can, you can tell that what he did there was kind of interesting. He mentioned at one point, like, you know, you, you know my own struggles. But he was very vague about it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so he made a, a, a video today that everyone's talking about where he started he basically did a reaction video to his previous video with his wife. Right. In which he, I don't know who he was. Maybe he was <laughs> someone that said, that, you know, Jarek Daxon, but some other person who was like, look at this brother and talking about himself. Like he wasn't him. Right. <laughs> and like, look, you know, he Her told person. me some good stuff in the past and I'm going to stick with him y'all, you know, because, you know, I've learned to grow, but you know, I know the brother's not perfect, but he said in the past, he's not perfect. And I understand what the brother did because we all do this to some extent. He has never put himself out there as perfect, but he hasn't, in in biblical terms, shown his wounds. Mm. Mm, I can preach, brother. You you know, Pastor Gray would tell us, well, if he wasn't um, with some woman right now, he would tell us that, you know, Christ (laughs) showed his That that when that, that when Doubting Thomas came to them, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and after the resurrection, and and asked him, I don't believe you, and and so Christ showed him his his his, his wounds. He showed him his forearms, right, right. his palms, said, "This is me," right? And, and Derek, yeah. you know, didn't do all of that. He did. You know, he went half the way. He he gave the impression, "I'm not a perfect man," but think about it. By the way, ladies, a little, little spoiler alert. Whenever a man says that, um, th- that's how do I say that? Um, you need to ask some more questions. <laughs> 
I'm not perfect. <laughs> yeah, I've made mistakes in my marriage. You need to get some clarification. You know, there's some mistakes like I came home and didn't bring and you know, stopped at McDonald's and didn't get her done too. That's one mistake. Right. And then there's three other women were in your bed last night. Is, is right, a right. That's, a <laughs> That's a catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, a, a, a good Saturday night, depending on how you roll winging in your bed. <laughs> but for most of us, it's going to be a catastrophe, right? And, and 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 I think, you know, so he had that thing going for him. Now, when you first heard the news, Jesse, were you surprised? Um, No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, and, and, I, and I'll tell you why. I feel like one of the reasons why I've never really been big on jumping into putting out relationships is – when you put your relationship on front street, it opens it up to inspection, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's relationship is going to have some kind of flaw. Good right. relationships right. are able to cover it up, put some makeup or some powder on it and keep it moving, right? right? But when you try to be on the front, particularly when you attack what some would say is your own people, right? right. You, attack, you attack the men out here who largely are trying to do what they're supposed to do and live the right way. It's only a matter of time before the dirt comes out. I am shocked at the manner in which the dirt came out. Um, but, you know, at the same time, this is the new age. This is 2021. People got nothing but time because of COVID. You know, yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. but time. Um, you and know, so he, he got caught. No, no, he, he, he did. You know, the thing that was interesting is, and then he did exactly what everyone else does. He first exactly. gets caught and he tried to literally pull a Bill Clinton and say, I didn't inhale. <laughs> he said we had a sexual relationship but we didn't have sex right and I was like well you're doing it wrong that, that ain't even how <laughs> I'm starting to feel sad for you right <laughs> if, you go, if you go through this hell you better get some right right right. And, and, and then he came up the next day and was like oh yeah and by the way it wasn't just her because he know by the way that um, how do I say it the Waffle House women are coming ask Tiger <laughs> You keep lying to, but but somebody else got some receipts. They got some texts, right? You ain't call everybody, you know. They they they've got some receipts. And you know, really yesterday, and it's like, yeah, I've been out here, you know, you know, wild and and um. But you know, you weren't surprised. I wasn't surprised, like I said, because I, I've seen the brother, and mm-hmm. I, you know. <laughs> Boy, I, I don't know if you, if you know the first time I sort of commented on it. I was like, you know, I, I, I understand he'd rather have a chance. <laughs> and, and and we want I want to sort of you know I guess talk talk about this, um, which is, and you know maybe we'll just we'll just, we'll just start. Not, actually, I'm getting out of I don't want to get out of, out of order. But we'll talk about it in, in a minute here. I guess it's first to talk about the issue of why. This is a thing, like you said, you know, people put their relationships on front street, but why is it that anybody is taking advice from him or anybody else? And by the way, a lot of people were hating on him. You understand, there's a lot of would be, want to be Derek Jacksons out there. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Every, I saw literally like 50 YouTube channels. People had like four views, you know, only, even their mama wasn't watching, but they were trying. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to get in this market, realize, hey, lots of sisters out there, sisters got the money. Right, they willing to spend a few hundred dollars to get their hair done, so I know they'll spend some money on, on you know, on my relationship flashcards. Right, right, and, and my books. And so, and by the way, and here's what I love: about it. brothers always say, "Well, you know, he's down in us." And yeah, he is. But guess why? Uh, we don't read. 
Okay. <laughs> and, and I don't mean we can't read. I just mean we don't read books for the most part. You know, if you okay. were going to sell, if you're trying to sell books, you better sell my sisters. Absolutely. That's how we doing. We reading, you know, we're reading, you know, periodicals, newspapers, magazines, you know, but, you know, you know, most brothers aren't sitting down, you know, you can see too many brothers holding, uh, it, it was Yolanda uh, Benzance, you know, the, the, the motivational right. system. <laughs> you ain't right. going to see brothers life, holding yeah. that book, right? And, and, and well, so, yeah, he was pandering to the people. Same with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey sold millions of books. I bet you his brothers bought seven of his books. What, how to be, what was it? What was his book? How to be a man, woman's way, a woman, man way, or whatever. Think like a man, act like a lady. There you go, right? Yeah. And a man own that book ever, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But here's the weird part: is why are women taking advice from men on how to get? Men, it's a loaded question, so it's it's gonna take me a little time to to flush this out. All right, all right. right. So I think the first part of it is our society, particularly in in Black America, Mm -hmm. focuses a lot on I don't want to call it the curse, but the stigma of single womanhood. Right. So we, we the society tries to make it seem like if you are an adult woman and you're single. Something is somehow wrong with you. Fair enough. And that's not true, right? It's just not true. Um, but that's what society puts out there. So what it does is it plays on the psyche of women who are trying to figure out, okay, well, what do I need to do? And if you look at the people who support Derek Jackson, it's usually not going to be Toya sitting up in the hood. It's going to be the women who are educated, who have done everything they're supposed to do. They have their own money. They're they're ready and they're willing and they're ready to be partners with someone. Right. But the partner just hasn't come around. Right. So in walks Derek Jackson. And to me, he's the equivalent in black society of what a Candace Owens is to Fox News. Right. They're looking oh, for damn. one yeah, person yeah. who's going to tell them what they want to hear. Right. <laughs> so right? so it's going to be like, OK, well, he's right. Um, and you do that by layering it with uh, or peppering it with snippets of truth. Right. Okay. Right. So because he understands what cheating men are doing, he also <laughs> understands the devaluation that comes with the cheating. Right. And there's argument to be made amongst men. If, this, if men were listening to the show right now, they would say there's argument to be made because is it possible that you can still love the person that you're with, but just be a cheater? Right. Is it right. possible? And what he does is he debunks it by saying, well, if he's not doing this, he doesn't care about you. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't want to be with you. He's this, he's that, he's trash, right? Right. And then validating the woman to put her on a pedestal so that she thinks, okay, well, it's it's more about what their problems are in this select few group of men than it is anything across the board. The, The flaw that I see in that, though, is it creates a dependency almost similar to like kind of a drug addict. It, it creates a dependency on his source of information, right? So it's like if if the men that I were with were, were horrible, then where should I go for the good ones? And he's like, well, that's my next book. Right. <laughs> that's my next book. So then All he's right. like, okay, Fair I enough. got the next Fair book. Enough. Well, well, and, 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 you know, and here's 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 the thing is, is that, you know, no, you're wrong. I think, you know, black men, we need to be held in account a little bit. All right. And, and by the way, you know, I think sometimes it's 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 it's, you know, learned experience or not learned experience. You didn't grow up, you know, if someone didn't grow up in a house with a father figure, you know, the, the, the good role model. How do you learn this stuff? 
right? Absolutely. You, you learn from your boys on the street, but they're not, you know, they didn't learn from anybody. And so there's some of that, right? And right. then, like you said, there's this expectation, I think, you know, that he is fostering that creates, you know, a, a bigger riff in the sense that you got brothers out there trying, doing what they know how to do. They don't know how to do everything right, but they're right. doing some stuff. Coming home, you know, you know, bringing the money home, you know, <laughs> you know, spending time with the kids on the weekends and all that stuff, you know, and it's like, you know, those brothers probably don't get the break they should, right? right. And so I, you know, I'm on, I'm almost in, in, you know, halfway in. But the thing I want to get to the fundamental question though is, why would any woman go to not doctor, by the way, Derek Jackson, but just you know, regular brother with buff chest, or mm-hmm. you know, three time married Steve Harvey? And say, hey, you tell me how to do this relationship thing right. You know, Derek Jackson, for the longest time, we didn't even know he had a wife. He kept it all on the down low. Right. Right? And and Steve Harvey, we know he he got several wives out there. I I done ran into two or three of his ex-wives today. All right, Steve Harvey got some (laughs) ex-wives, right? So why in the world are women taking advice from men? And by the way, I I can't think of the woman equivalent to Derek Jackson. Yeah, I, I don't think that there is one. And, and that's what, you know, there's something about our society, and I think this is what the black thing is, right? When you go to church on Sunday, who tells you how to live? The pastor. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. Pastor John, right? Or Pastor Greg, Pastor Weber, right? Jake Weber. And so, right. basically, we've all been conditioned to listen to men. Mm. Even though, by the way, in this context, it seemed to me that the person who could tell you best how to have a relationship from the standpoint of a woman is another woman who's in a great relationship. I mean, that makes sense. But I also think, you know, I've heard murmurs of people saying you can't trust what another woman might say because, you know, her motives may be. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've seen it both ways. And, and I think. How about this one I got the compromise. Going back, <laughs> going back to your, your original point with uh-huh. Jess, I, I do think there's some accountability as far as black masculinity is concerned. Uh, about kind of setting a stage for what we want um, to ultimately be our legacy. And, I, you know, I've, I've had this discussion with my wife before. I think one of the issues that comes up is typically for a man, you are trying to achieve monetary success, fame, and all that stuff because you remember what it's like to not have it. Okay. And you remember when women weren't checking for you because right. you didn't have it. So the pursuit becomes get it so that I can get access to all these different women, right? But the problem is when you get married, you can't focus like that anymore. The focus has to shift. And for some people, being married is that added extra wow factor. So like, you know, I hate to say it, there are are people in the world Mm -hmm. who prey upon married individuals, Uh right? They're going to take pictures while they're in your house in your marital bed. (laughs) They're going to put it on Twitter Instagram, right? And they're waiting for you to mess up. And, oh, no, no. And what they've been waiting for the whole time is, is your money, your fame, your status, but to also be in the picture to have one up on your significant other. And it's right? not even just wanting to replace you, but there is something about, and, and it almost makes sense. Think about it. When you go, you, you know, what's the best time to get another job or to get a job when you already have you one? Got- Right, Absolutely. because your past employer has at least vetted that you will show up on time. You won't act total fool. You won't burn the place down, right? 
Absolutely. That's almost how women look at it. They look at a man, a good man, and they're like, well, you know what? I know some woman think he's all right. Right? Mm-hmm. I know he could be right. trusted to, to pay his bills, to, to, to wipe his butt, you know, do whatever, right? I, I you know, and, and, and that's, you know, part of the problem is that, you, like you said, the married man almost becomes more attractive. Because mm-hmm. he's been vetted. And, and his right. guard is down. Like, guard is down. Right, right, right. Well, he's not and, looking. And, you know, but but here's the thing you mentioned. This is the, the, the important thing. You know, you mentioned this idea that, you know, part of the reason that the brother's out there hustling so much is to be able to get women. Right. Which is so, I, I can't tell you that's not true. I think it's totally true. But the issue is, why are we doing that? Because you don't see women trying to stack their chips so they can go out there and get men. Hmm. And, and, and you know, I, I you know I can't imagine. And think about it. Here's the best part: is Derek Jackson, a handsome guy, doing well, talking to women and telling them what they want to hear. One of the things that cracked me up is he had a T-shirt that said, um, "What was it? Stretch mark lover." Right. Now that is pandering to the extreme. <laughs> Seriously, no, no, and don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, stretch marks are a good thing. It's usually an indication that you done brought some life in the world. All right. And Absolutely. that's, you know, a wonderful thing, particularly if it's your baby, right? But but Absolutely. but but that don't look better than regular smooth skin. Let's be crazy. Don't be crazy about it. <laughs> right? Smooth skin is still is still the, the, the gold standard. And, and, and for him to be out there, you could tell he's trying, like you said, to pander the women. And, and women are reading that like, oh my God, he is the guy. He is the guy. But guess what? I don't know about you, but I I think Halle Berry is fine, fine, fine. I love me some Halle Berry. Okay. Halle Berry has a hundred million men in America who would love to be with her, and she's able to resist and only be a one man at a time. Okay. What is it about the dynamic? And I think the obvious answer, but but we got to get to this that somehow with men that temptation, it's like most of us as men can do uh, be good men, largely because ain't nobody interested in us. <laughs> <laughs> And here's what I mean. I don't mean the sense that you couldn't find nobody else if you out there looking. But but right. I'm gonna have to put on some clean clothes. I'm gonna have to, you know, make an effort. I'm gonna have to go somewhere, right? Buy somebody a drink. You know, Derek Jackson literally had to wake up in the morning and nothing but nudes in his inbox. Right. Right? Absolutely. And and and, and for some reason, as as men, that's where we seem to to get stopped. Right. Because don't be wrong. You know, if, if J-Lo had an email address in public, everybody would be throwing, you know, their shot into her inbox. But she'd be able to resist, I imagine. I mean, you never know. I mean, you, you never really know. I, I think for men, we're, I think men are just stupid. Like, I think we're stupid. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we believe. Well, we don't always see the different games that um, people are running on us. Fair enough. Fair and enough. I feel like. Sometimes, you know, there are people who are Instagram models whose whole objective is to destroy your happiness, right? That's that's the objective. On top of that, there are women who just might legitimately like you, but you didn't think in a million years that you would ever be in their league to even be considered. So I always liken it to, you know, the regular guy who's married, but then gets a call from Steven Spielberg, right? And you become the Hollywood actor and the Hollywood sex symbol. What is the likelihood of you staying with your regular wife if Halle Berry and Nia Long are your coworkers and they pick you up and take you out for drinks after work? Like, this is just probably not going to happen, right? <laughs> just, 
Um, but but it's, NBA players, same deal. It's, 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 it's different. crazy about that. You're right. You're absolutely right, 100%. But that's a problem then because you got a woman who's got your back, right, trying to help you grow, but mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to upgrade as soon as you get up there. I'm surprised, you know, that the 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 our wives aren't setting our alarm clocks back an hour, right? To make sure we get late and stuff. You know, just like think about it. You know, it's horrible the idea that the idea that you you would expect that if a man gets an opportunity to, you know, upgrade, so to speak, he will. Although it's been but proven you know a thousand times. I, I agree with you. I don't even know that it always has to be an upgrade. Like Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Right. There you go. It, right, it doesn't even have to be an upgrade. It's just convenience. It's it's opportunity. It's something but different. Think about like it. I think, but opportunity. How much more opportunity does Beyonce have to cheat on Jay Z? Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. But she, but she likely isn't out there doing it. Not often, at least. Right. Because women are smarter than us. They're just smarter. They're Is it smarter? <laughs> it, it, and they're, I think they're smarter. smarter. But I think it's something about how we've been socialized and raised, and maybe it's just me. But part of my upbringing was to learn was was to have this idea that part of my worth as a man is measured by how many women I can get in the bed. That's true, right? That's true, right? And, and therefore, you know, I ended up think about it. You know, the <laughs> for 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 thirty years or so, from the sixties to the eighties, probably the most admired man in America was Hugh Hefner. Mm-hmm, right, not the richest, not the smartest, not the most athletic, but he had all the women. Right, and women obviously aren't socialized that the way. But this is part of the problem, right? If you as a man are ambitious, and you, obviously he is, and you know all these men are ambitious men, and you, but 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 part of your mindset is the way I'm keeping score, and the way I know if I won is how many women I've gotten. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's difficult because I kind of feel like if you if you didn't have that prospect, right? If if it wasn't a legitimate shot of you being the next Hugh Hefner, then would you try? What what happened to people who are wildly successful? Women are even trying. try to pursue that, right? But Oprah's trying, Beyonce's trying. They're not sitting there going, "Oh, I can get me all this, uh, you know, bell pepper if I get rich." You know, they they can women can judge can can measure their success based not based on how many right men they get in the bed. Yeah, and I, but I also think you know society always has that double standard for mm-hmm. women anyway. Right. So I think women even even if they were interested in having a lifestyle like that, you definitely got to make sure you got your NDA signed and make, oh, make sure that nobody takes know. pictures. We found out, you're right. You're right. That you know that, that they were running through men, men the way that men successful men run through women. We'd be horrified and shocked. Right. 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 But 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 the, but but yeah. the other thing is, as long as we continue this standard that you know the player is the ideal, you can, I think we're gonna have a problem because. Like you said, you have a man who's traditionally good, but he's working, grinding, trying to be his best. And the better he gets, the more opportunities he gets for new women. Mm-hmm. And if his mindset is this is success, I don't, you know, I'm I'm wondering how it's even possible, right, for a man with that mindset, which is most of us, to ever be rich and successful and ever be famous. I'm sorry, ever be rich and famous and be faithful. Because yeah, like you, I, I don't Jay-Z think you can't be. Beyonce 
seen to me. I, I looked at my wife like, uh, don't, don't talk, don't ask me, don't ask me nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. I think I think the fame is the the icing on the cake. It like, is you, the icing. You, you can't be like famous. I don't have that issue right, where, where where women are are you know are throwing themselves at me, right? Right. But. But 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 with that mindset though of this is success, you know, because like I said, part of you would. I remember we talked about before with athletes, you know, right. part of part of them not being able, you know, I think an athlete would think if he, if he were to be monogamous, like wait a minute, I, what did I get rich for? Right, right. Absolutely. I could I, I want have one woman. I could have drove a truck. Absolutely. But that's a bad mindset. That's never. That's not going to help us. Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm trying to think on a broader scale. Right. So, you know, if you look at other cultures, other cultures have, you know, the dominant male of the society, be it a king or monarch of some sort who may have six or seven different wives. And it's or not no. the same as, oh, I just got seven women. I'm the man. It's more like I've got seven wives who are going to provide a community of support okay. for me, for the kids for everything, and I can afford them, right? Right, right? So I wonder if at some level, part of that is a a emulation of something that people don't understand, right? Emulation right. of a monogamous, of a um, polyamorous culture that people don't necessarily understand. Fair enough. And what they say is, well, I'll be the man if I just get the women, but they don't look at the responsibilities that are tied to that. Thank so, you. you know, it. keep preaching. Yeah, I, I think people cheat for a variety of reasons. And I think the problem is there's no there's no two situations of infidelity that are going to be ex- entirely the same. Um, you know, you might have heard these conversations that people started having on social media, I think about a year ago about like cheat days. Like who who would be the person? Who, <laughs> or not cheat days, hall passes. Right, who hall would be pass. the person? Right, right. That if they came through, I mean, it's just a wrap. And I think part of being normal and not famous is understanding that there are some guys who can come to the city and your girl is going to be gone, right? (laughs) That's just the way it is. Is you know, and once you accept that, then you do the best you can in your lane to do what you can to make people happy. But you know, likewise, I think people have to also realize that for everybody who you're you're in a relationship with that you don't necessarily respect or you don't necessarily, you know, uplift and support or whatever the case may be, there's somebody on the wings looking to get involved in it either to steal the person from you or to just add salt to your bad day, right? So I don't know that there's an easy formula for that. But, you know, part of I I look at it in the standpoint of like, you know, I I think about, you know, Brother Jackson is is a good example, but Jay-Z might be a better example. But let's say you choose Jay-Z, right? You got mm-hmm. an absolutely beautiful. You're not going to do any better in looks. You're not going to do any better in talent and money, right? right. And, and not only that, but the sister scenes from my you know thirty thousand um, you know feet um, you know view that the sister also has sense, right? You know, absolutely. smart, intelligent. I mean, there seems to be nothing wrong with this woman at all. And right. here's the problem, though, is is that um, she is your equal and is going to treat you. You know, like that, and might tell you to pick up your socks. Right. Then you go outside, and everybody hold the car door open for you. 
and everybody wants to pour your drinks and 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 and, and you know and put your makeup on and dress you and comb your hair and do everything and basically kiss your ass every day, Mister Z, yeah. Mister Z. Um, I don't care how fine Mrs. Z is at home, you're gonna start eventually going down. You know, that's that's some good treatment out there. Yeah. And unless, you know, and, and so you're not gonna be able to be in a situation where eventually, you know, in any relationship, you're gonna get into some fights, some you know, some you know, rough patch, and and all the other people out there going, please let me do everything you've ever asked, how you've asked, in every way you want. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and, mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem to be an ever uh, a, a recipe for, you know, happiness and where you are, unless you have, you know, a lot of, you know, some grounding, because eventually you're going to be like, wait a minute, I got money and all this stuff. And, and that's why, like, for instance, you know, when, when I hear that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie or got divorced or Kanye and, and, and Kim, I guess. Right. I'm like, I can't believe you made it this long. Yeah. Everywhere you go, people are kissing your asses and respectively, I don't know why you live with someone who wasn't kissing your ass. <laughs> and, and I can I see mean, you know, it almost seems to be harder, but the difference, I guess, between men and women is, you know, a famous, successful woman is just as likely to leave you, but she ain't gonna be, you know, you know, coming home with her drawers inside out and you know, ridiculous shit. She'll just leave. Yeah, and, like and I think this this is the trap. The trap for successful men. The trap is the first thing you went on this pursuit to get fame, success, money to be able to get the women. Now you've got it and the women start coming. And the issue then becomes, all right, well, if I'm dedicated to the one that I'm with, particularly if it's a Beyonce or somebody who has other options every day and can leave or not really have to deal with the stuff that you put them through. Then the issue becomes, all right, well, is it is it worth throwing this away or do I think I could get away with it? Right. And I think what people do is they for men, we we think in the moment and we don't think about consequences and repercussions for the long run. So it's all about what can I do to satisfy an itch today? And we'll figure the rest out. You know, we'll make a story. That's why Chris Rock had a joke where he talks about our story falls apart. Because we didn't tell our friends what the story was. Like, nobody knows what the story is. Because you're trying to do it after the fact, as opposed to how women who do cheat, the way they do it, is they get everybody involved and everybody knows their roles and positions, right? So I think it's it's difficult on that angle, but it's also a measure of kind of what do you feel is important. And what, what I often see is these people, particularly people like Jay-Z who, who cheat, they have other internal issues that were going on that's independent of the relationship right. that they need to work on, right? Like you mentioned, not having the father figure in the house or having a strained relationship with a father figure. I think if you saw dad out here, you know, running the street right. with women, then more than likely you're going to think that's what I need to be doing. Um well, it, well, absolutely. Although it's funny because we seem to be able to, as men, you know, especially a successful man, like Jay Z figured out a couple of things. Like I think his dad had a problem with drugs. He he figured out a way to stay with men, right? He figured out a way to you know to make sure he handled his business, and you know, Jay Z showing up on time to places, right? And so, but right. but your part of it, like you said, is is that mindset, you know, that this is success. Because think about it, for example, Bezos. He's counting okay. success with money, and by the way, women too. But <laughs> but he's counting success with money. He got two hundred billion now. He's not done, right? And right. the problem, I think, if, if a man is, if you ever get, if we get that mindset as as a young man that 
this is success. I'm stacking my chips. I'm stacking my, you know, notches on the, on, on the headboard. It's never going to be enough. Absolutely. Right. And Absolutely. so we got to get, you know, out of that mindset that this is success because if we, you know, like I said, and not, and not by the way, because of some, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like Derek Jackson here. Like I'm wearing, you know, what the, the stretch mark lever shirt It's not a standpoint of just of, of, of sort of, you know, for just women's benefit, but for ours as well. You know, I, I know that, that, you know, there's certain things in life that I found out if I chase, you know, you never get enough of, I mean, I'll give you example, not, you know, sexual at all. You know, you think that I've, I've gotten my last laugh that, you know, that, 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 that I like to make people laugh. You think that I've gotten to the point where I go, you know what? I've made 10,000 people laugh. I'm done. Nope. Nope. Every, every day it has to be more. Right. <laughs> and it's like there's you know once you get your thing that you measure whatever thing it is you measure your success by it's never going to be enough so if you measure it by your ability to get women in bed um y- y- you're going to be part of a youtube me mm. yeah i mean i think for for black men particularly it also has a historic lens to it too like we were made to feel like we were devalued for so long, uh, particularly in America, like just to be of little to no value that we created our own stream of how we value things. Right. And that stream always goes to power and influence. It goes to money and it goes to how many ladies are checking for you. Right. That's pretty much the three totem pole standard. Right. And And I feel like this is all done kind of in retaliation for the fact that for centuries we were nothingness, we were property, right? right? So there's a mindset that has to be broken, as you said before, of how do we establish our own humanism within a society that doesn't view us as human, right? right? Well, um, on top of that, I think what's, what's interesting is in, in not viewing us as human, those same traits are what oftentimes attract folks from outside of the culture into the culture. So, so it's very, very uh, weird. It's a very delicate balance. No, and also, like you said, I think the thing you said, you know, there was a time where this would be one of the seven ways in which a brother could, quote unquote, succeed, right? Mm. They weren't going to let you go to school. They weren't going to let you be in corporate America, right? right. You could either proceed on the basketball court or, you know, with the ladies, right? It wasn't, you know, and everybody has to have their thing that sort of marks them and gives them a sense of worth and value. Right. And, you know, if you have so few options, you know, you pick the ones that are available to you. So certainly there's been, I think, in our community, maybe a little more of a, of an influence. Although I got to tell you, you and I both spend a lot of time in non-Black, you know, environments. Right. And I find that the difference between Black men and white men is not that Black men are, are any more unfaithful, but that the, uh, white men are a little, um, how do you say it, they're, they're, a little more, they're a little more surreptitious about it. Hmm. I I don't know. It it feels like from my perspective, it feels like white women don't put the information on front street. Right. So if if a white woman's husband is cheating, she's not going to go and be like, I don't need no man. I'm fine. I'm going to live my own life. Yeah. Yeah. Sisterhood. All that stuff. That's not the same way. What they do if they decide to leave. And a lot of times they don't. But if they decide to leave, they're going to secretly file divorce, cite irreconcilable differences and keep it moving. Right. And and it's just not going to be a public spectacle in the way that 
you know, we we go on social media and put everybody tea out. Well, um, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I, I would like to think that was the case. And, you know, for years I was like, yeah, you know, don't do that with sister. You can't really, you know, cheat on sister. Um, but, yeah, actually you can if you're Michael Jordan, right, and your first wife. Right. Uh, you cheat on her a lot. Uh, but Tiger Woods learned uh, that uh, he had a woman, and I remember he didn't have just any white woman. He had the original white woman, right? A, a sweet, you know what? She's from Sweden. And she had right. like the whole, you know, pack of Swiss Miss pudding and the wooden shoes when she got here. And uh, <laughs> it, she caught his ass one time uh, and and reached for the golf club. Well, you know, Sweden wasn't that where the Vikings came from? Too? I guess so. Took her two hundred million. She got a Viking <laughs> And, and, and so I find that you know, I'm not sure that the white women are any more likely to to deal with it than than than, than sisters, um, you know. And I'm not sure that, like I said, the black men are, I think are, are, are cheating in, any more. I found that you know, and I give an example. You know, if you're in the barbershop, right, right, brothers, you know, some brothers will openly you know talk about right their indiscretions and brag about them or whatever. Absolutely. And I found that with my, you know, when I was I used to work for a mortgage company in Orange County, right? And, you know, these guys were doing the same thing, but you wouldn't know it unless you got to know it real well, right? Because they were a little more, I think, you know, because it wasn't, you know, culturally as, you know, as the market sort of, you know, player. Like, think about it. I don't know why people even have a name for player. Yeah, I mean... You know, you got you got to get the invite to the cocaine parties. That's, that's right. exactly. You know, you know, that's gonna be surreptitious on the down low, right? But you'll find out eventually. And then I, I, I would find out. I would find out for years. I wouldn't, you know, know anything about you know Bob or whatever. And then they'd be like, someone would tell me, "Oh yeah, that used to be a secretary." And that's his second wife. Damn. Yep. What the hell, Bob doing? Yep. Right. Um, and so, you know, what Bob, I don't think Bob was any was any different than, than, than Tyrone. But but, you know, it was just, uh, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, a little more surreptitious about it. Um, now, the question, I guess, is, is this is. How do we sort of, you know, get to a point because, you know, with, with I think, you know, more importantly, with our sons, where they've gotten past this idea that success is getting women in the bed. Because I think, that's, to me, that's the root of it. As long as that is your measure of success, nobody ever gets enough money and and, and nobody will ever get enough goody-goody. Right, right. Um, uh, well, I think the first step for everybody is I think you have to be uh, physically and emotionally present in, in your son's life. And I know, you know, there's situations that come up that people aren't always able to do that. But I think your son being able to have a relationship where he feels confident to ask questions right. about stuff like this and knows that he can trust the answer coming from you uh, makes a huge difference in their development. But I, I still say, you know, you can tell your kid when, when they're three, four, five, you can tell them, you know, how the world works and make it all sanitized. But when he get to college, that freshman <laughs> year, <laughs> you're not going to be there. <laughs> and he's got to be able to navigate uh, some situations that he may not have even ever thought that yeah. he would be in. Well, no, um, true. And, 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 and don't get me wrong. You know, I think, you know, when you're in college, you know, go ahead and do your thing. But I give you a perfect example. It's like, for instance, in college, I did a lot more drinking than I do now. I imagine for you yeah. too. I don't really drink yeah. at all now. Why? Because I don't have an idea that the amount I can drink is a reflection of my wealth and success in life. You see okay. what I'm saying? 
I did, I, you know, I didn't. I think you're part of it. Like I said, is that we build so much into this that it becomes, you know, a, a, a hard thing, even if you're not chasing it, to turn down because you don't turn down. If, if, if Bezos is not turning down money, absolutely. And Oprah not turning down money, right? <laughs> Nobody turned down money, right? And 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 so it's 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 like that where now you're being offered this thing that you've been taught your whole life was the greatest you know mark of societal good and you know your your worth as a person. And, and and I think you know part of it is is that I think also you know as far as you know examples is whatever messed up stuff happens in your relationship uh, need to stay in it. And what I mean Absolutely. by that is your kids don't need to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, again, I I hate to make blanket statements because every situation is different, right? I've also seen it in situations where people were in horrible and abusive marriages and the person that they got with was quote unquote, the savior that got them out of that relationship. And now they're in very productive relationships. So I don't know that I can necessarily write, you know, a blanket rule, but what I will say is kids see everything. And I think kids seeing everything, you want to make sure that what it is they're looking at is something that you can be proud of, or at least something that you can feel comfortable explaining. If you can't explain it, then there's going to be, I think, um, gaps in what that kid understands, and they're going to emulate what they see, even if they don't understand it. Um, So I, you know, and I say this as somebody who, like, I didn't, I didn't have my dad, so I always looked up to. Uh, my godfather and people in the community who weren't the best you know, examples per se of how, <laughs> how to treat women or how to live your life. But what they did do that was very good was they would tell me the mistakes that they were currently making right? so that I wouldn't do it. Right. So right. they would tell me things like, you don't really want to do this. You don't really, huh. you're not really about this life. Right. 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 Um, and, and I wasn't right. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I didn't like, you know, people slashing tires. I don't like people, you know, threatening to kill you. I don't like people leaving <laughs> messages on the voice. That's not my thing. I don't, I, I like peace and tranquility. Right. Uh, but yeah. for some people, they would say that's boring. <laughs> like, that's not that's that's a boring true. life. Um, no, no, so, no, I mean, I agree. yeah. But part of this, and part of this is, is, and what I mean by friends is like not, you know, letting the kid see certain stuff. I'll give you a great example. Growing up as a kid, my dad smoked cigarettes. Uh, for about 20 years and then he quit and guess what i did when i grew up i smoked cigarettes for about 20 years and then i quit mm. now you think mm. by the time i started smoking my dad told me it was a good idea no right he was trying to talk me out of it but guess what i'd seen him do it right and that's the kind of situation where it's like you know what i would you know you suggest for instance for instance my kids you know when i was smoking you know i would never i would try to hide from them Right. Go outside in the garage. Right. Or, you know, have some before I got home and, and, and I quit before, you know, hopefully before they could see me do it when they got old enough to know. Right. right. Because I didn't want them to have that example because I can tell them all I want. Don't do this stuff. But if they do it. So, for instance, you know, you're in a fight with your spouse and, you know, they did this or that and the other, whatever. If that gets out to them and they start to see, oh, this is a part of relationship. Right. That. Oh, yeah. At some mm-hmm. point, going to step out. Then they will. You tell them all you want. Don't do that. But they'll be like, "Oh, this is what you do." Right. And so, like I said, right. you know, to the extent that you know bad things happen on either side, you know, and and you know, said people get mad and angry or whatever. But I'm just like, look, you know, try to make sure that you know, you, you know, that that your kids don't see you 
how I say it, they're never going to respond to do as I say and not as I do. Absolutely. If you don't do it, you need to, 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 and I I mentioned this the other day is, is you need to be a hypocrite. (laughs) Okay. People have a, have a problem with hypocrisy and I don't. And and the reason I don't is because quite frankly, if there weren't hypocrites, it wouldn't be nobody telling anybody what to do anything right. Mm. Right. And it's like, you don't need to do the right thing to know what it is. And I'd rather you tell me the right thing that you're not doing than to tell me the bad thing you're doing because you want to keep it real. Right. Right. Yeah. And I hypocrite with my kids all the time. I mean, I'll give you a simple example, money. I try to give them better financial, you know, uh, principles about, you know, not spending all their allowance, right. Not spending it all on video games, et cetera. I spend all my money, but I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I want them to have it better than I do. They got to do stuff different than me. And, and and it doesn't seem to me to make sense that you can tell people, right? You know, like I said, I, th- I think we take too much, um, you know, pride in keeping it real when real is stupid. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because I think I can only look at it through the lens of kind of like my upbringing. But I feel like from a young age, the weight of the world was put on my shoulders. Right. right. I feel like every time I step out the door, I represent Black America. Right. <laughs> Everybody in Black America is looking at me. They're listening to me. They're watching me. And if I do something that sets Black America back, the ancestors are going to be mad. The police are going to kill me. And uh, there'll be nothing that I'll be able to do. So I had to make my movement strategic. And I don't know that I'm willing to put my kid in the same situation, even though. I can tell just how he talks. He picks up a lot of that stuff from me. I don't know that I want him to live under those same kind of parameters. I want him to know what it's like to be free and be able to pick the things that you're interested in studying and all that stuff. But I don't feel like it was an option for me. I feel like my steps were ordered and this is what you were going to do. <laughs> so, so, well, no, no, I know. And, and that's the second generation, you know, benefit. Is that you can you can do that? He can study art history if he wants to, right? And doesn't have to, you right. know, try to make sure he can get a job with good benefits and stuff like that. You, you know, right. <laughs> you got you, you have some connections to be able to help him out, right? And so, you know, that's I, I agree with you hundred percent. He doesn't have to have, you know, as hard as you do. That be the whole that defeats the whole purpose of, of of you doing well. But I but I think right. you know the things that you don't do well, the things you messed up, the things you struggled with. You know, I think sometimes we, we we take too much pride in, like I said, in integrity mm. versus in in, in in teaching the right stuff, regardless of whether you can live it out. Because the mm, truth of the matter good. is, you know, nobody, you know, can. Right. And I don't mean that that I mean, people can avoid cheating, but I mean, but nobody can live out all the things you want him to be financially responsible to eat. Right. Perfect example is your son. I bet you, you know, you want him to eat more vegetables than you do. Right. All right. And, and the idea that you're going to be like, oh, no, 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 son, I, you know, I'm, I'm not eating no vegetables. So, you know, <laughs> I'm keeping it real. <laughs> and I, you know, I will I will pretend to eat some vegetables for my kids in a minute. I ain't going to do it, but I'll put it on the plate. <laughs> sneaking off when they ain't looking right, right you know right. there's tons of things that you know i you know I, I i try to instill in them that you know i might or may not you know always do and because you know the like i said i think the alternative is is is, is, is to 
you think about it, what he what does he benefit of saying to somebody, you know, because I don't do it, I'm not gonna teach it. Mm. Or I'm gonna teach it and tell you to do it, but tell you I'm not doing it, and then expect you to do it. Yeah, not a mixed signal. And so, you know, getting back to Derek, you know, part of the thing is funny. He's like, I'm not mad at him, all right, because he was, you know, lying to everybody, and 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 because that was what he was, in a sense, supposed to do. Now, to the extent his advice was good, right? I think you know you brought up some public some some some, some troubling parts, and that he's probably a little too hard on brothers, um. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, and definitely pandered a lot to, you know, some things with, you know, just, <laughs> you know, you, you know, in, in a sense that, but, you know, but you, I can understand his pandering in that regard too, because that's literally his audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, I mean, and, I think, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I, I, I'm wondering if maybe the best answer here, and tell me what you think of this, all right, is for us to start taking our advice, particularly like stop searching for, like to me, I don't know. I don't know if it would be better if you're a woman to get relationship advice from a woman or how about this one? A gay man. Mm. And my thought Uh. is is that one, he's a man too, so he'll know the bullshit your man is thinking. And two, Mm. he also has to get men, right? (laughs) Has to deal with other crazy ass men. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know if that if that makes sense. I I suspect that that's been going on in the beauty shop for quite a while. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess my perspective on it is it's going to be. I mean, we I got to throw it to to black men on this one. It's it's going to be know the person that you with. You know what I'm saying? Know the person that you like until you get a reason to distrust them. I don't know that you should go around expecting distrust. Okay. Right. Um, that means that if you get a random te- if he gets a random text message from another woman before you jump down his throat about what happened, talk to him. Right. <laughs> Find out if the answer he says doesn't make sense or something else, then maybe that opens the door to more investigation. But I, I feel like what men have been saying this whole time that Derek Jackson has been in his reign of, of I won't say reign of terror, but in his reign, <laughs> um, what men have been saying is, look, I'm a good dude. I'm with you. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Maybe I don't make the $40 an hour that he's talking about. Like, right. <laughs> I don't do that. But I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Just listen to me. And people were like, nah, that's not what Derek Jackson says. He told me you would say, listen <laughs> to me. And you're right. But, you know, here's the thing is, is that I think sometimes as men, we set the lowest standard. Okay. In, in this sense. All right, I, I work every day. Um, I, I don't beat nobody. I don't cheat. I'm a good man. Okay. And, you know, for women, they not only got to do that, but they got to make sure the house is clean, make sure right. the kids get all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. my wife and I, for example, my wife today called me. She's trying to get the vaccines. Right? right. Now, I got to tell you, the thing is, I signed up. I was like, okay, when I can get my vaccination shot? And she's like, no, no, fool. What about the kids? Right. Mm-hmm. What about did you set up my shot? I'm like, ooh, I didn't think about your shot. Right. I thought you you were gonna take care. I thought you were gonna take care of you and the kids. I'm just right. right, right. right? 
And it's like that type of thing. And and and, and here's the thing is, you know, maybe we should ask you for advice from men, but 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 not for, to to teach women, but to teach other men. I had a brother of mine, a good friend of mine. I'm not gonna call him out. You, I think you probably know him from Facebook, but a good friend of mine, and he was he was bragging that 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 his, that his wife had made him chocolate cake from scratch. Okay. And I'm just kind of, you know, BSing with him. And I'm like, man. And by the way, this is a very successful brother, very successful wife. You know, they both have full-time jobs. Very, you know, you know the Cosby show, right? And right. I'm like, how in the world you get a modern-day woman to make some cake from scratch? Right? And we're not right. talking about just pour the stuff in the box, right? Scratch. Right. And I'm expecting him to go, you know, well, you know, I got some voodoo. You know, I'm doing this. Or, you know, some some movement. <laughs> You know, stuff about, you know, how he's slanging it in the bedroom, right? <laughs> he said to me very sincerely, he was like, hey, this is the thing, man. In my house, there are no women's jobs. I do most of the cooking. Um, you know, my wife does sometimes. So when she gets in the kitchen, she can feel free to dabble, to, to you know, do some creative stuff. And she know yeah. I'm doing the dishes. She know okay. that, you know, she ain't got to worry about after that because I'm doing, you know, half of the laundry. And I'm, I, you know, she, I, I, I do the washing, she do the drying. Right. Basically, I always make sure that my wife is overvalued and underworked. Hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a word, ain't it? Yeah. That, get he's not a rich and famous guy, right? He's not out there doing the guru thing, right? That was, man, that was the best thing I've ever heard in life, all right, as far as being a husband, because, yeah, I'm doing the stuff, you know, that we always consider, you know, a good man, but that's just the bare minimum. But yeah. I got to tell you a little secret. I don't know how our washing machine works. <laughs> I don't. You know, I got all those buttons on it, fancy stuff, and if you, if you let me do it, uh, everything coming out pink. <laughs> right but part of that is that learned helpness where you almost do you know i'm gonna make sure it come out pink so you don't ask me again right that type of ignorance <laughs> stuff, <right? laughs> and, it, and it's seriously i don't know how to do the washing machine dishwasher right like there's certain things in my house that i have not done now part of me would say well you know i have traditional you know marriage i i go out and i'm the breadwinner right and then you know when they handle the house etc but it's not 50 50 Right, it's still probably you know 60-40 her, right? And right. it's like you know, I'm I'm realizing that you know, I think as men sometimes we set such a low bar for ourselves just to make sure you know. Think about it. I, you know, I come home and and and, and don't cheat, and don't beat you, so it, we good. Yeah, I mean, so I I can see two sides of that. I definitely agree with you. I think the other side of that though is you know. Look back at the number of friends that you grew up with. How many of them are bringing the bare minimum, right? (laughs) It's not like it's it's easy, you know. Like everybody don't get that job, right? Everybody don't get the opportunity. Uh, And so when when you get it, it's one of those things. Yes, I think as a unit uh, in family, everybody needs to work as a partnership. But I also think there is a tendency for men to rest on their laurels. When they see that they are so far ahead of kind of where the rest of the other men are. Um, The other conversation that comes up when we talk about Jay-Z and Beyonce, my wife was like, man, I can't believe Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. And my question was, well, where else is she going to go? Where's she going to go? Jay-Z a billionaire. (laughs) Where where are you going to go? Right. And and it's not fair. I'm, I'm with you. It's not right. It's not fair. But when you look around at other black men 
who are billionaires, right? The numbers will get very small. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, right? You want to be carrying the weight in the relationship and being the breadwinner, plus doing all that stuff in the household. You probably want to make sure that you uh are 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 yoked with the person that you are gonna be with. No, I, I can't disagree with anything you know you had to say, but I mean that, but that sort of feeds into you know a man's license to 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 you know act a fool. Like you said, where you gonna go? Yeah, and by the way, that doesn't apply. That applies to to Beyonce trying to find another billionaire, but that would apply to you know a, a, a you know a woman trying to find a regular middle class guy, you know, because now you got to bring the kids along, et cetera. It's gonna be harder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so I think you know sometimes you know we you know men unfortunately you know leverage that that, that you know the, that that positioning advantage right which is basically like you know what yeah it's bad here but you know it, it could be worse elsewhere right I'm, I'm you know a better of, of, of bad alternatives um, but you know here's the thing about you know I've, I've learned over time is like you can be a half ass husband if you want uh, but you are gonna have half ass happiness right absolutely. Right, Absolutely. you know, there's a price for everything, and so you can, you, you know, and, and 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 sometimes, you know, the best thing for you would have been uh, for her to leave you, because I, I can tell you, you know, you you live with a woman who hates you, uh, you, you, you should hope she leave. <laughs> Ain't gonna be nothing where I can imagine. Think about it, you know, you know, the, the few times you know you've been in fights, right, that lasted a few days, right? Ain't nothing more uncomfortable than sitting there across breakfast with somebody who who mad at you. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, so imagine, you know, if you do that, you make you 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 get a reason to make a real mad. You know, it's gonna be a lot of you're gonna be happy. Like those people who found a cinnamon toast crunch, you'd be happy to find shrimp tails in your cinnamon toast crunch. Because <laughs> you'd be finding right. wire and glass and all kind you, of stuff. You are right. You are 120% right. And, and, I, and I feel like this also, I think, um, and this is for the, the, the married men who are listening. All, all, I don't know how many of them are listening, but for the married men who are listening, I think one of the things that I've realized now is a lot of the things that I did when I was single, I don't do now. And I'm not talking about like other women. I'm talking about things I did for me. Like okay. I used to love running two miles a day. I used to love going to the gym every day. Right. I used to be in shape. And, and now it's like everything is is based on how you know what my work schedule is going to be today or what the, the kid needs today or whatever the case be. And you lose yourself, right? So you look up and you're like, where did this fat come from? You know what I'm saying? Like what? What happened? And you haven't been doing what you're supposed to do. You haven't been eating right, whatever. And I think the problem is that when you're single, you accept that you have to compete on this open market, right? There's a lot of other men that's doing all kinds of stuff. You may not make as much as somebody else. You might not look as good as somebody else, whatever the case may be. But you're going to present the best version of you so that you can land the type of woman that you want to land. And I think what happens is once you land them and you feel like, okay, we got married, it's easy sometimes to get lulled into a false sense of security right. and just think, oh, okay, well, I don't need to do it anymore. But you got to remember, people out there are still doing it. They wow. still compete, and they going to let her know, right? You can do better. <laughs> you can do better. Well, um, let's talk about that other end of it, because I think we so often just focus on men, but math would tell me that there got to be women cheating too. Absolutely. Right, because men are cheating with women. So, they, so somebody, and, and, and so, so is it just that women are better at it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. 
Yes. You know, I, I'll say this. I think that the type of woman who, who would cheat is very different. I don't want to categorize most women in that category, particularly black women. I don't want to categorize most because I think most of them do not. But they can I do know how most of them do not, but 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 let's say you know statistics say like seventy five percent of the men are in all in all races. How are most of the women not then? I think I think it's part of the double standard. Like you don't okay. want to be caught out there um, being described as being the hoe or promiscuous, or whatever. Um, I, I think it's also I think women view themselves as they mature. They view themselves as an extension of their family, so okay. they know they're smart enough to understand. That if they mess up out here, it's not just them; it's their kids, right? Right, right, right. And I think men don't do that. Men are like, well, I'll just cut the child support check, and yeah, you know, I just keep, I just keep it moving. It's, it's not. I don't know why it doesn't process the same. Um, and yeah. I guess, and, maybe- you know, and I, I am a big. I, I totally can get the idea that men just generally are, are stupider. Um, because that's that's not you know that's not hard to understand, and I, I've lived it. But but the thing the thing that's funny is we're strategic about what we want to be. That's true, right? That's but we seem somehow in here, and I think part of it is a concept that says, well, you know, what you how you gonna, you know what what you're gonna do, even on whatever level you on, it's very difficult, you know, for 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 your wife to replace you with kids now, right? Right. And so I guess men have that 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 idea, that stupid idea. That, oh, well, no problem, I'll be good. Although you're gonna have hell to pay. Um and, and and by the way, guys, uh, you gonna get caught. Yeah, and I mean that's I guess that's the the that's the male privilege, right? right. So but I, I used to wonder all the time as a black man when people would say, "Well, you have male privilege," and I never understood what that meant. Perhaps that's what it means. That's it, the male it's part privilege. of it. But the thing is weird, like I said, and I think women like here's the thing about it. You and I, for instance, all right, I think both have the delusion that our wives would never do that with us. Right. Right. I don't think either of our wives had a delusion. Okay. They, they, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, try showing up at, at you know, later or whatever, or, you know, lipstick on your collar and see if you don't get some questions. <laughs> I wouldn't even Absolutely. know. Right? Or is, you know, if, 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 if it's, if it's, and I see, this happened, my, you know, my wife is, 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 we're sitting at the table or whatever, and she's texting somebody. Mm-hmm. It never occurs to me that it could be another man. Right, it could be. I didn't even think about it. Right, it doesn't even occur to me. Let me start texting somebody. Right, I'm at least have to have some plausible explanation. Right, and I think there's like you know, like you said, you know, there's there's a, and of course, you know, Derek then 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 got everybody's uh, you know antenna up, but <laughs> but I think there's like you know, I think for women they have the idea that oh yeah, you know, I I you know as good as as good as this man might be, I know you know he didn't think about it. You know, Jay Z was a great example of that, right? You know, no man is safe when Jay Z out there. <laughs> right. Like you, you know, you, you, I'm sure. Think about it. Woman got to think. I, you know, I can't be Beyonce, right? And you know, and so, um, and, and so it's just weird to think as men. Like I think we just maybe have the delusion. I guess it never even occurs to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess it I, might be. I don't know. I think that I, I think it goes back to part of the privilege. I also think. Like you said before, your objectives is kind of how you define your life. Okay, so I right. even think you know, there, there are people in my own friend circle who have lost marriages, lost relationships with their kids, uh-huh. but they still feel like they're good because they got money, right? 
Right. Like, they're like, okay, well, I'm single and I'm rich and I'm young right. and I'm black and I do what I want to do. Right. Right. So I don't know. And I mean, <laughs> I, I've never had that lifestyle. So I can't, I, I, I can't really say if they truly are happier right, right. or not. Um, but I, that's not really what I was going for. No, no, and so, I think you're right. I think that is the issue, though, is how you define success, right? If you right. just find it as just having your money and whatever, then family is just you know something you may or may not have. It's like you know, a, a, you know, a, you know, a, a, a what? It'd be like saying, oh, well, you know what? I I live in a you know I I live in a, I have a yacht instead of a, a plane. I'm not you know I'm I'm fine either way, right? And I think, you know, but if you if you had an idea that family is the most important thing, you know, and that's how you measure your success, right? If you don't have access to your family, then you're kind of a loser. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe and and I feel like, I feel like we get it's even the old maxims that they tell you in the barbershop and stuff where I know they used to tell us uh, you'll, you'll lose all your, uh, you'll never lose women chasing money, but you will lose money chasing women. Like that right. kind of thing. Um, where you just say, okay, well, at the end of the day, the goal here that the old heads are telling me is get my money. <laughs> and you see the people in the yachts and the Hugh Hefners and all that stuff, and they got their money. So they're living a lifestyle that at least from the outside looking in, you think, oh, he's great. But I also think life is more than just, you know, for illustration. So when I think about marriage, I think about, you know, God forbid, like one of us gets sick. If I get sick, right? who's going to take care of my kid? Like, what are we going to do? Who's going to be there to hold my hand in my last days? Like, like, I think, you know, it's bigger than just a photo op. It's bigger right. than just um, being able to say, look, I'm shining on everybody. You wish you had a lifestyle like this. Uh, but it takes work. And I think not everybody is willing to put in the work, particularly if you came from a household where you didn't see the work happening and you know that people can still be successful independent, which goes back to, I think, the original point that started this conversation is how do we, you know, how why should we define single women as somehow being flawed, Mm. right? It doesn't, you're not flawed if you're single. It doesn't mean you're flawed. Uh, Circumstances, for whatever reason, don't always work out to yield everybody into a marriage. But at the same time, it shouldn't be interpreted as any shortcoming on your personal part. Um, and I and I think once we can start getting around that, then for men and women, we can start building up a foundation for why black families are important, uh, why we need each other, why we should view each other as human beings and not as a, a walking stereotypes um, and try to actually build relations. But again, I, it's hard because I think as a man, you're not told to tell the truth. Like the only person who tells you to be yourself is your mom. Right. And that doesn't work. That gets you laughed at, uh. right? <laughs> so, so you don't be yourself. You create the persona of who you are going to be because you want people to be attracted to that persona. And it works. It's effective. But once it happens, you have to maintain the persona. And marriage doesn't allow you to maintain fakeness, right? right. So when you have to be real, is the person who's with you still going to want to be with you when you're not the persona you projected? Fair, 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 fair enough. Um, now, then let me ask you this then. Is there any issue here or anything that, 
that, that you know, as men, we got plenty of things we need to work on. But as far as I think about that, like you said, you know, if you're the good guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've heard this a thousand times, you know, you know, do women you know, appreciate that or, or are attracted to that or originally want to, um, you know, be be with you? Because it does seem to be very oftentimes, you know, that, you know, that there are some brothers out there who would love and love to have somebody and, right. and, and you know, and, and can't get nobody. Right. But, but Ray Ray got them all. I mean, this this is the hard part, and I hope people are listening. Women don't owe you anything, right? <laughs> they don't owe right. you not one thing. So it doesn't matter how good you treat them or how much better you are than Ray Ray. If they want Ray Ray, they want Ray Ray. It is what it is. You have to be willing to be happy with yourself before you can deal with anybody else. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes, you know, when when I was younger, I would look at, People like the Ray Rays of the world. And I would say, what does Ray Ray have that I don't have? And sometimes those are legitimate qualities, right? If Ray Ray is 7'2", and he got NBA scholars, uh, NBA uh, (laughs) ambitions and stuff that's realistically on the line, I'm just not going to be able to compete. But the women who are going after that probably aren't the women that I need to be talking to anyway. Right. Um, Likewise, if you got people who are involved in uh, underground industries, right? Like, <laughs> who were involved in pharmaceutical distributions and things like that. Are you willing to make the sacrifices that those people are willing to make to have the women that they have? Mm. I don't think so, right? right? So I'm not willing to do that. So those women probably aren't going to be accessible for me. But I also think you discredit yourself because oftentimes there are tons of women who are looking at you. And likewise for women, there are tons of men who are looking at you but you just don't see them because either they're too shy to say anything to you right. or you just feel some kind of way about yourself. So you've automatically negated any possibility that somebody might be interested in you. And I, I feel like that's the problem. So what happens is people project into themselves that I'm not good enough. So I have to do something else to become good. And for men, that's going to be creating your persona. That's right. what game is all about. Like, look, I'm I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna do this. You know, we've made it into a, a, a team sport where we get our friends involved and we go <laughs> to the club and we already poked out who's gonna be what and who's gonna say what. And, and it's like it it becomes a, a, a thing where it's not even this isn't even you, right? Right. <laughs> it's not you. But it works, it's effective. You tell people what they want to hear. And in that sense, I feel like we on a daily basis do what Derek Jackson does, but just cater to a different audience, right? The audience of ourself. Right. So Derek Jackson is telling people what they want to hear. Well, and no, they I, buy into it. We go right. to the club, we tell the woman we're after what we think she wants to hear. And people buy into it. And then we wonder why people get upset when we can't maintain a certain standard that we presented, right? Because it's well, not... Or actually, the thing here's the thing is, I can understand that. That's a problem. But it seems to me sometimes we actually are, are apt, we, we, how do I say this? We actually do, do deliver exactly on what we presented. But what okay. we presented in the club or as a date is way different than what's necessary to be a good husband. So the mm-hmm. guy who's buying everybody drinks, gregarious. Everybody wants to be around. It's a lot of fun to be around. But isn't necessarily the guy who's going to be able to come home on Tuesday and watch the kids so you can go to the PTA meeting. Absolutely. And the guy who is, you know, popping bottles and everything is the more fun guy, the guy who gets the attention 
right? And the guy who would be like, hey, you know what? I got work in the morning, right? right. <laughs> you know, I think sometimes, you know, we, the, the men present a false facade, and then sometimes we present exactly the, the 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 you know the real facade and you know you've gotten old enough to get to this point now i've been to weddings before looked at the people and been like oh no this ain't gonna work y'all can do it if yeah. you want to right right but 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 uh i'm getting you something that's uh refundable uh for a wedding gift <laughs> I, i'm putting the receipt in the box all right uh, i know you're gonna know what it costs but uh, i want you to be able to take this back uh into it because he the same because what what makes him fun now Right, you know, it's not going to be fun in a year. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think if anything, that's the benefit that people, particularly like Type A people who plan, um, marriage oftentimes works a lot better <laughs> for people. I feel like they're like, look, my bills are this much. I need to make this much. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it on automatic bill pay. Blah 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 blah. Like I think those people function well because you can reduce the number of issues that come up in the marriage and only have to worry about the behaviors and the interaction between you and the spouse. But I also know that stuff can be boring and very routine. Um, I think about, you know, my single life. I feel like I was very exciting. Uh, marriage, not so much. I tend to be a workaholic. <laughs> I tend to want everything right because I want to make sure I'm still able to pay all the bills that I need to pay when they come due. And I know my bill collector isn't going to be like, well, you gave you bought me some drinks the other night. So yeah, I'll let you slide. Like, I know it's not going to be like that. Um, at the same time, everything has a cost and it's a trade-off. So if you, you know, the, the flaw I think I look at now is you go for so long being, you know, who you feel like a father should be or who you feel like a husband should be that you start to forget the things that you enjoy. Right. And you forget who you are. Right. And I think the only way that you connect with that is, you know, therapy. Like I, I literally went to a therapist and she was like, write down 10 things that you enjoy doing. And I couldn't write anything. I couldn't write anything. And she was like, you haven't written anything. I was like, I don't even remember what I like. I don't know. I know I take my son to Marvel. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know what I like. So uh, it was I, I'm sorry. You supposed to have 10 things you like to do? You supposed to have, well, she said you should be able to write 10 things that you like. Oh, to do. man. I, I'm like, I'm like you, you know, and I don't know, maybe it's, I, I, I've been raised wrong, but you know, I, I've had the same thing. I've gone on vacation, you know, and people have been like, you know, family vacation, right? Go to Disney, whatever. And right. people, the same thing, you know, did you enjoy it? And I'm like, was I supposed to? And then it occurred to me that that was supposed to be a thing. Yeah, I mean, so so this is the thing. This happened years ago. And when I did this, she was like, okay, well, we're going to put a list together before you leave. And that list is your homework. So, okay. you know, things like, you know, the gun range. I wasn't doing the gun range until I made that list. Oh, now really? I do it. It's fun, right? Um, I, you know, I put writing books. I wasn't writing books before that. Now I started writing books, right? Oh, so I think it's just one of those things where it's like you you have to rediscover who you are so that the whole of you can be brought back into the relationship and you can understand because it's easy to get steamrolled by life. You know, right. when, when my boss is like, we need you here at seven o'clock in the morning, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm probably going to be there, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter what I have planned for seven o'clock. I might have thought I was going to have a three course breakfast, but not today. Uh, so you know so I didn't think it is. 
ever then brother-in-law homework assignment. And, yes. and, and, for, and for you, man, I don't even know if 10 seems like I'm going to go for five. But the point is, though, <laughs> you know, here's, here's what I think sometimes. It's like sometimes, you know, part I think what makes, for instance, men susceptible all right, to, to, to these types of things, especially, you know, if you're the kind of person who might get, you know, someone, you know, throwing, you know, a little play your way is the right. idea that, you know, you, you don't have no fun anymore. You, you, all you do is, you know, you're responsible for you and the kids and whatever. And I think part of that is like, find something, like you said, that gives you something so that you can say, Hey, you know what? I got something other than just responsibilities. Absolutely. I got some fun that doesn't involve, you know, messing up my marriage to have it. Absolutely. That's actually a good one, man. That's, that, that, that's good. That does work the price of admission, people. Uh, that, that's a good one. I'm, like I said, you think I'm kidding. I'm being up tonight. <laughs> I'm going to write 10. I'm going to write the four, um, a five. But, but you know, seriously, you got something that's better than, you know, because <laughs> um, yeah, here's the bottom line is you always, you know, I think we all have this, you know, men, women, everybody, this need to, for, Fun and enjoyment, right? It can't all be responsibility. And I think, you know, women should probably do this too. Absolutely. Right? Um, Actually, I think women have it worse. Where they don't have any. 120% agree. Absolutely. All responsibility. And then we wonder why, you know, people are trying to find, because they're just trying to find some outlet for some excitement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Women, I definitely think you should do it. And I think you should do it and and um, divorce yourself from the notion of talking about family stuff. Right. You I know they'll go into, oh, I love going to my kids' recitals. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> we know you don't. Right. It's cool to support your kids, and I get that, but that's not one of the things you like doing. Thank you. What do you like to do? No, no, I, I hear you a thousand percent. That is, I think, uh, absolutely, you know, key is to make sure that, um, oh, damn, I like that. No, is that, you know, that thing, I think, I think that'd be, that, that'd be enough. I mean, that'd be at least <laughs> 70% of the problems. Think about it. If you just had something that you were looking forward to on, on a Friday night, I don't care who called you. You'd be like, I don't know. I got my model trains. Absolutely. I can be out there and with you. That's it. And that's, and I feel like that's what COVID took away from from me right because friday night was my night so it's like i can go out get me a steak you know take my you know, my family out to eat then we go out we go to the movies or do right. something fun like that was my thing and since covid we haven't been anywhere we've been in the house so oh, i know yeah you were going to clubs i remember who did you see before just before covid you said what now I said you were going to comedy clubs and all kinds of stuff. Who'd you see? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the com- <laughs> comedy clubs, my thing. Um, who did I see? This is way big oh. right before we, we we get in the lockdown. Probably D. Ray Davis, I believe. All right. Um, D. Ray Davis, Mark Curry. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so we'll leave you with that. I think that's actually the you know the most salient advice you're gonna get from just from all of us, but from Jesse is the you know, make a list of some stuff that gets you excited, um, you know, and more excited than what can come through the DMs. Yep. Now, lastly, for those of you who don't listen and you get caught, and by the way, guys, Chris Rock was right about this. You're going to get caught. I, I promise you. I ain't known a brother yet who didn't eventually come to me and be like, man, <laughs> it might not even be this year. 
Uh, you get caught in 2000. And by the way, there's no statute of limitations. If you get caught in 2027, it's going to count like you did it yesterday. <laughs> right? um, but but here's the thing is, if you do, all right, um, I'm going to encourage you to not hold a press conference. And if you do, <laughs> show up by your damn self. Ain't nothing worse than I've seen it, you know, I, this is going through, you know, I'm seeing it popping on the internet as we're talking now. Just, you know, all these memes, people getting mad at at, um, at Mrs. Jackson because she, yeah. why is she going to get dressed up for his cheating press conference? Right, right. And she yeah. had the right stuff on. She had the right clothes on. But here's the thing about it. I know people because I was tempted to do it myself. People will judge and be looking at you like, well, now I now know why, right? And it's like the easiest way <laughs> is if he messed it by himself, then he needed to take the punishment. You think about it. You don't, it's weird how you don't ever see the wife have to show up for nothing else. You rob a bank tomorrow. Your wife ain't got to show up to, to, to stand next to you in sentencing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You act a fool. Now, women, you gonna act a fool too, but none of us have figured out how to catch you yet. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, and and I'm I'm just gonna say, you know, again, um, I, I I understand how these things happen, why these things happen, but I also want people to understand that at the end of the day, we we all are human, right? And what happens oftentimes is if you don't meet the initial needs that you personally you have mostly because you don't remember them right if you don't do things that you enjoy doing and you don't focus on who you are holistically then it's bound to happen it's you see how many people this isn't a once in a lifetime event this seems to happen every week somebody else is getting caught up so it's it's bound to happen Uh, I, i won't judge whether you decide to do a press conference or not I won't judge because I feel like, you know, that's not my ministry to judge. But at the same time, I will laugh at these memes. I, I will laugh. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the thing is, I am going to judge you not on your heart and your intent, but I might judge your form. If you start, you know, sloppily, right? You know, you don't you don't left the motel six receipt on the counter. I'm a judge. <laughs> and on that uplifting and Christian note, um, Jesse, have any show announcements you want to make? Well, I just want to make sure that if people aren't already uh, doing so, make sure that you follow us at Brothers in Law. That's B R U T H A S, the letter N, then L A W on Facebook. Um, now, everybody, I've got a new computer that's got some more uh, abilities. <laughs> And I'm learning how to use it. So we hope to uh, expand this thing a little bit better. So stay tuned to what's going on. You might hear some new things. There's some little tweaks and changes along the way. But we appreciate you riding with us. We appreciate you always joining us, commenting with us, and sending us messages uh, as long as they're appropriate. <laughs> yeah, 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 please. <laughs> and, and let's also say this is that, you know, we see there's a little different change in the format. We didn't go through all of the various news stories and just try to, you know, give you a rundown of the news. We were often, you know, by the time you got it, it would be a couple weeks late. And we really want to sort of, I think, have these deeper dives where we talk about these things. So if you have an issue, you say, hey, brothers, we'd like to get your take on this, your take on that. We're more than happy to entertain that and make it a subject of an entire show. Uh, we really want to sort of, you know, give you, um, you know, a, a little more, I guess, of our perspective and less of, you know, the news. You, you get that anywhere. Absolutely. 
And, and that's it. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>